2: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
3: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door.
2: The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
1: Posters and welcome to the last post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 11th of March of the year 2020. Happy birthday today to cartoon supervillain Rupert Murdoch and fantasy hero Douglas Adams. Tap out of the mainstream news cycle and live in a fantasy world to celebrate that. Celebrations today include Debunking Day and Plumbing Day. So ensure there are no alligators living in your pipes and wear your trousers at half-mast or play Super Mario, the first game to truly celebrate the vocation of plumbing. Before Mario, plumbers were just plumbers or porn actors in (laughs) popular media. Your guest today is professional conspiracist, self-help guru and inexplicably frequently published author, Tom Ballard. Welcome back to the show. No, it isn't. This is a
0: conspiracy. (laughs) I'm not on this podcast and I don't know who Tom Ballard is. Get away from me. Get out of here, see?
1: Hi, Alice. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) For today's top story, we'll be talking all the latest in pandemic news. But before we do, let's look at some of the headlines we won't have time for. In the news today, UK airline Flybee has collapsed, blaming consumer coronavirus panic and a wave of self-doubt among its pilots for the closure. Airline spokesman Kendrick Dolman has said the wave of self-doubt swept through the pilots after a single pilot was seen running across the tarmac, screaming, Oh God, how do planes even work? Subsequently, (laughs) a number of pilots called in sick, citing gravity, the ground, and man was not meant to fly as reasons for their refusal to take the budget airlines on their scheduled routes. A consultant was called in, but his only solution was massive domestic zip lines, and he was soon fired. (laughs) You're a big proponent of the massive domestic zip line, aren't you, Tom?
0: Well, for a very long time now, Alice, and I was laughed at, (laughs) um, left, right and centre, laughed out of polite society, and then, well, 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 little corona comes along... And look who comes crawling back. Everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Zip lines are fun. You get to say we while you're doing it. You can wear a face mask. You don't cough on anybody. The food's better. And <laughs> if you manage to join the half a mile high club, it's like really impressive.
1: I mean, you say the food's better. It is just catching whatever happens to be flying past in your teeth.
0: Yes. And it's better because <laughs> as established by centuries of comedy, airline food
1: sucks. <laughs> Another story, rather than shaking hands, Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts is encouraging people to bump elbows to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. Other tabled virus-friendly greetings include the drag queen kiss, where you kiss the air three feet to the right of the cheek of the person you're greeting, the loving wasp half-shoulder pat, initiated by white Anglo-Saxon people with horrifyingly embedded intimacy issues. That's where someone you have a secret crush on is crying and you awkwardly say they're there and you go to pat their shoulder but withdraw at the last minute without touching them and then wait for them to leave the room and quietly say, I love you, to their departing back through the glass of a window. Also being tabled as a greeting is the butt-butt, where you butt your butt up against someone else's butt while saying butt-butt. So those are all solutions to the coronavirus.
0: Uh, Hang on, that's supposed to be healthier?
1: Yeah, much, much healthier.
0: I know a different drag queen kiss. That's basically if you can get your foot up behind your head and then you get (laughs) three or four different types of fruit, mangoes ideally, right? (laughs) put them down there in certain positions... And then, and then lean back, <laughs> play a Rihanna song, watch RuPaul's Drag Race, and then let it all just happen, man.
1: <laughs> oh. Good news. In other coronavirus headlines, a number of sex dungeons are closing their doors to all but the most extreme medical and latex fetishists to prevent the spread of the disease. After an outcry from perverts, Whiphole, a leading dungeon in the sex dungeon community, has published a series of statements asserting that while of course everyone is welcome to do whatever they want in their elite dungeon, they will not be allowed to enter the depravities of the space unless they're fully clothed in hazmat suit or other sexy alternatives. That's all we have time for for the headlines today because now it's time for your ad section because if you don't buy something you'll have to turn to other coping mechanisms and who has time for a hobby? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Echelane. Echelane does sustainable basics that just go on and on and on. I love the t shirt that is also a hat and shoes, while producer Christopher swears by and at the gloves that make your fingertips into spaghetti in the middle distance. Your clothes should say something about you, and Echelane's line of mind bending cotton garments are the set of stairs that travel into itself. Try understanding the physics of your own genitalia in the lingerie that's both above and below at the same time, or get three for one on their single socks range. Head over to eschelaine.com and enter the code THE in the checkout. Uh, that's... (laughs) That's... That's THE. uh, That's THE for the last post for 20% off if you can navigate through their perspective-warping front page to buy. When the Tyrannosaurus Rex roamed the plains of the prehistoric planet, we were there. When the continents of the world were shifting and the first man stepped boldly into the light of day, we were there. When Eve ate the apple, she washed it down with us. Half a glass of water. It's historic. It's prehistoric. Just consider how many kidneys it's been through. Go on. Be a part of history. Put half a glass of water through your kidneys today. Who knows where it's been Half a glass of water, spoken by Alice Fraser for the Adams Atoms Society of Don't Think About It Too Hard. Please consult your physicist for details.
0: Has coronavirus hit the half a glass of water people at all? Are people worried about sharing or having a half a glass of water? Can coronavirus travel through water? These are questions that I'm asking, Alice.
1: Uh, Well, this is the great thing about half a glass of water is no one's going to ask you to share. They might ask you to share a full (laughs) glass. That's a good point. (laughs) And a new book is out by self-published bestseller and supernatural romance maven Dancy Lagarde. Twilight Reservations is Lagarde's heart-pounding new novel. Brick is a half-vampire, half-cattle rancher with a tortured past. He lives in the Deep South and droves cattle during the day, but his nights are spent dreaming of the woman he loved and lost. Tanya is an au pair for an Arab sheikh as she tries to put her old life behind her. She'll never forgive Brick for the minor misunderstanding they had once, and there's nothing he can say that will change her mind until they have a quick chat and she realizes she was wrong to flee her home and family over what she should have realised at the time was a really stupid argument. She packs her belongings and the sheikh's children into a suitcase and flies back to Brick's arms. But can he ever forgive her? The answer is yes. Now they must fight to reclaim their passion as he attempts to sell his cattle and she has to deal with the sheikh who quite reasonably wants his children back. A deeply sexual and confusing tale from Dancy Lagarde. Maybe not his best work, but for 2 dollars on Kindle, can you afford to shamefully read any other form of pornography on your morning commute? Evening Reservations, available now only via PDF download.
2: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: And that is your ad section for today.
3: The last
1: post. And now it's time for your top story, pandemic news. Tom, you once spent three years on a small sanitary island in order to avoid germs. What's happening in pandemic news now?
0: Well, firstly, Alice, Ah! Um, it's going very well. In Australia, it's resulted in an absolute bonanza of people buying toilet paper for fear that they won't have any on hand if they're forced into self-quarantine. Media coverage showing empty supermarket aisles has in turn created greater panic, which has caused more people to shit themselves, thereby (laughs) exacerbating the problem. It is a vicious cycle and we are drowning in shit and paper over here. It's mental. But it's actually not the only thing. Coronavirus isn't the only thing reaching pandemic levels at the moment. We are now getting reports from every single country on the face of the earth of multiple cases of human beings being absolute f***ing stupid cockspanks <laughs> Every news agency on Earth has confirmed that human beings have, over the past several days, weeks, months, years, decades, and indeed millennia, been right royally f***ing things up and generally being tossbags who don't know what the f- they're doing for f- Sake. Believed to be a fundamental part of the human condition, shitting one's pants and being all over the f-ing joint like a clueless head dipshit, has being <laughs> diagnosed in the old, in the young, in every single location that supports human life, and in people of every known race and gender. It's a devastating disease with symptoms ranging from the mild, such as dropping a piece of toast jam side up, to the <laughs> extremely serious, such as launching a nuclear weapon. Sufferers of this infectious disease are often found in the wrong place at the wrong time, looking (laughs) bewildered in a supermarket or on Twitter. And tragically, victims are often unable to differentiate their asses from their elbows because they're such a f***ing useless c*** they'd forget their own f***ing head if it wasn't screwed on properly. Now, if you're listening to this right now and feel like you might be suffering from a case of being an absolute stupid melt with no f***ing clue whatsoever, please... Yes, well, please contact a medical professional immediately and don't put it off like you always do, you fing cronk. Sort your shit out, honestly.
1: Gronk is such a good word. I'm sad it's fallen out of the common parlance or never came out of Australia.
0: Gronk should be spread like coronavirus, I reckon, yes, across the world.
1: Yeah, we need to counter this coronavirus by spreading good things like that. Wonderful cronk. words like cronk.
0: How are you feeling? Do you feel like actually scared in any way or terrified about the, uh, the forthcoming disease and apocalypse?
1: No, I'm, I'm relatively resigned about things over which I have little power. You know, I am washing my hands, but I also refuse to stop touching my face. I love touching my face. Oh, what a great face. It's so facey. Mm, smooth, smooth, smooth. Oh, that's an eyeball. Doing it right now.
0: <laughs> I've never heard anything more disgusting than the sound of you touching your own face. I heard some skin move and stuff. No, thank you. Hey, Alice, how about the fact that it's got Corona in the title and that's the name of a beer? That's pretty funny, isn't it? It's pretty funny. is it it funny?
1: What's I mean, next? Not,
0: Asahi virus? <laughs> <laughs> Alice, hello? Yeah. Is this working on the podcast? <laughs> okay, good.
1: Well, I feel like, you know, it's one of those things where it'll spread probably or it won't. And if it does, then it'll be awful. But I'm not a doctor. <laughs>
0: And it's that kind of analysis that brings people back to the last (laughs) post on a daily basis.
1: And that's all we have time for in your top story today, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Dear Alice and co-host, that's you today, Tom. I recently left a glass one-third full of hydrogen and one-sixth full of oxygen sitting on my windowsill. When I returned, I found it contained some sort of clear liquid that I was unable to identify. Do you have any idea what it could have been? Yours chemically, Kieran. P.S. Hmm. Good luck to you, Christopher. As you know, it's a common greeting from our fans on this podcast to our producer, Christopher, where they say, good luck to you, Christopher, which I think is nice.
0: It's lovely. It makes sense.
1: I'm not sure what that liquid is. I'm not a chemist or a doctor. Uh, I would ooh, probably run some experiments. What about you, Tom?
0: Yeah, I agree. I freeze it, maybe. Uh, maybe <laughs> splash it on your face. If you could use it to torture a dog in any way, I think that would be a really good um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a really helpful system. And if that doesn't work at all, uh, just drink it down. It could be a cure for coronavirus, so go for it.
1: It's certainly not going to do you any harm. Give it a shot.
0: Why would it? Of course.
1: And more of your letters tomorrow. Remember, you can send a letter to the editor at, at com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we will be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest for today was Tom Ballard. Tom, have you got anything to plug?
0: Uh, yes, <laughs> my show Grand is playing at the Brisbane Comedy Festival and the Melbourne Comedy Festival and it's also heading to the 2020 Edinburgh Fringe. That's on sale that now so- for some insane reason.
1: For more of that sophisticated based humour. Uh um, go to Tom Ballard. Hurtful. Kind of Genuinely yes. I've I've watched your shows before and they're always brilliant. So if you do have a chance, if you're in any of the places, go to Tom Ballard's website, which is Tomballard.com. Dot AU. Dot AU. Ooh, patriotic. <laughs> My website is alicefraser.com and my tickets are on sale there for Melbourne, Sydney, Perth, Edinburgh and my tour in the UK in November. So if you're anywhere in the world, go find that. Also, if you're not in any of those places, my show Savage will be out on Amazon Prime on the 19th of April. The last post is a Something Else Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser for my occasional blogs or to subscribe for a behind the scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.
3: Also from something else. Mel Gedroich is quilting. Listen to Mel and good friend Andy Bush as they learn a great new skill and tell some brilliant stories, all whilst having some good, wholesome fun.
1: In a nutshell, I took a pair of scissors and I went into my husband's wardrobe. Now, this comes from a shirt that I bought him that I know he doesn't like. So I'm testing him by... (laughs) Uh,
3: uh, This is brilliant.
1: Yeah, by finding out
2: when he discovers... ..that the shirt has got a big patch out of the back of it. Wow, and which area of the shirt is this taken from? Bottom right.
0: Okay. (laughs) Listen now in Apple Podcasts, Spotify and all good podcast apps.